sure you don't want to spend the night. I hate having regret for breakfast. <laughs> what? Saw what? Evil. Evil. This company was breaking ground on a new development. Where? New York. Long Island, actually. I think it's called Amityville. Amityville Manors. Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome back to Rise from the Dead podcast. I'm your girl, Ash, a.k.a. Ash to Ashes. And for this episode, I am joined by two of my loves, Bobby and Ryan. Say what's up, y'all. Hey. Hey, (laughs) y'all. I said what's up. Say what's up. I'm just kidding. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, what's up, people? (laughs) Yo, Molly, what's good? Oh, Oh, my God. God. I'm done. And that's the end of the recording. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm so excited to have y'all on the show again. Y'all are like regulars now at this point. I think this is like both of y'all's second, third time on the show. It's my second. Okay. Okay. Yay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, this is, I guess you could say this is season three. Um, I'm just getting ready to push out some of these new episodes and i can't wait for everyone to check them out and i can't wait till we dig into this film but first i want to know what y'all been watching mm-hmm. uh bobby you want to go first nose uh, goes well, <laughs> i'll go first just in case my dog start erupting because you know how that uh-uh. is <laughs> <laughs> when i be a part of the show they feel left out um, but what I've been watching, so I've been watching just a lot of just random stuff that's on Pluto. Been watching some old Degrassi because that that show just makes me feel good. Um, and I've been watching uh, was it Dragula on Shutter? Thanks to Ryan, I've been keeping up with his podcast for the Boulay Brothers with Dragula, uh, and that's been a lot of fun. I've been getting my life off that show so far. Um, and that's about it. See, you hear him already. Um, <laughs> but that's about it. Um, I'll pass it to you, Ryan. <laughs> I've been also watching Dragula. I've been watching the new Chucky TV series because, yes. child, that thing has been. But you know what's funny? I think we've all been, like, because I see the timeline. Like, we, we've been loving on that show. Like, Dan Monsini did the damn thing. It's so good. Like, so good. I knew it was gonna be good, but damn, like this is good. So good. I'm surprised I forgot about that. Good one. <laughs> I've been I've been so hooked on that damn show. Um, but yeah, it's so fucking good. I love it. It's yeah. just you know why it's easy to like not think about it. It's because right now there's so many good, like fun things that we're all watching. Cause like we're watching that. I know we're watching Dragula. I'm even watching like Insecure, which I think you guys are watching too, right? I've never seen that show. Oh, really? <laughs> I think you I would know. like it, Ash. A lot, I actually. probably would. There's so many oh. shows out there that I need to watch. Like, I haven't watched Dragula. I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. It's mm. pretty cool. Like, it's like, you know, like um, RuPaul's Drag Race, but horrified. So that's pretty cool. And this yes. is like, what, the third or fourth season? Mm, it's uh, season um, four. Damn. They move season fast. Four. I'm addicted. And you think it's so, like, 
catty. Well, you think RuPaul's drag race is so catty and shady? <laughs> this show, it's, it takes it to a whole nother level. I'm like, oh my gosh, like a lot of the shade on there is unnecessary, but that's why I live for it so much more. <laughs> right? I feel like shade. <laughs> it's so true because he's right. It's like the shade is so unnecessary. It's just, they're brutal. And I don't know if it's because, you know, the horror put in with the drag culture just makes for more cutting bites. But man, they get in. They Ooh. they are vicious. So should I start from the first season, or is there like a specific season you think um, I should? You don't have to. You don't have to start from the beginning. It's not. It's not that type of show. And they do a good job of not like spoiling who the winners are. Usually, like I haven't finished watching this season all the way through, so I don't know if they'll have like last season's winner come back or anything. But um, even if you know who wins, it's good because I knew who won season one when I watched it. And it didn't it didn't destroy it for me. Oh, okay. I need to I need to add that to my list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty I think you'll like good. it. <sighs> I just need like two extra days and like free time. Like just I need something. <laughs> so I can catch up on these amazing shows that are on right now. But I know uh, for myself, I've been watching the Chucky TV series. Um I've been um non-horror but watching the new show queens and martin since it's on um hbo max yeah um pluto's been on on one and they've been like showing all the friday 13th so i I make sure i watch one before i go to bed (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah i'm just i have a couple like screeners that i've been like watching here and there but yeah Besides work, I just try to catch up with everything. <laughs> yeah, it's so much. Like Ryan was saying earlier, it's like we're watching so much and mm-hmm. we're like spoiled with all this hard that we get in. And not even just hard, <laughs> but just good TV in general. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's hard to keep up, especially with our own like personal lives and jobs and stuff. So I'm trying my best to keep up as well. <laughs> right. And I'm. I think like the last movie I've seen in theaters was Halloween Kills, and I was supposed to see Antlers and Last Night in Soho, but I was just like, I don't feel like it. No. The <laughs> last one I saw in theater theaters was Last Night in Soho. That that was the last. I want to see Antlers tomorrow. I was supposed to see it sooner, but you know, I've been. I mean, well, we y'all can relate. Like we've all just been so tied up. It's really difficult to get to the theaters right now, mm-hmm. but hopefully, I can squeeze out some time tomorrow. How was Last Night in Soho? Um. I didn't personally like it very, very much, but I may have to give it a second chance because I've read some pieces on it and I like the angles that people were talking about. So it made me think that I was being too critical because this was the film I was the most excited for. Mm -hmm. So I might have had like too high expectations, I think, maybe just a little bit. Um, Cinematically, it is very beautiful. Um, I think Anna, I can't think of her name. Um, Anna, I can't think of her name. The one that's from Split. Okay. She, she does an amazing job, but she can act. So, I mean, I'm not surprised by that. Um, I felt like there were more twists than were necessary. Like, if it was just what it was about in the commercial, I would have had a good time. But there were just so many twists. It was like twist after twist after twist. I'm like, oh, I, I'm okay. exhausted. I'm tired. Like, I'm tired. These <laughs> twists aren't even making fucking sense at this point. I'm like, you, you, you done yet? <laughs> yeah. It's like you thought it was a wig reveal, but it's actually me scalping myself on stage. Like, girl, unnecessary. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just no, so, 
so irritating. Right. No, like, I, I love a good twist and turns and like in horror movies, but when it's too much, it's like you do become like over it after a while. It's just like, can we just get to the point already? Like the <laughs> right. first, second, third time is cute, but then after it keeps going, you're just like, all right, I'm over this shit. Right. I, w- I was just about to say the same thing. And it seems like some directors out there like make it a point to try to add as many like twists and turns in the film because they feel like that's what we want as an audience. It's like, no, we don't really ask for much. Just right. give us a good story and all that stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> and in relatable characters, like a good characterization. Um, and yeah, that's it. Some, you know, some gore, obviously, because, you mm. know, and then, yeah, I'm good to go. Right. Yeah, we got to have the gore. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I have to ask this one question before we get to the review. Now, this might make or break our um, our little horror family. <laughs> Ooh. But I have I have just have to ask. I think this would be a good question. If there's a zombie apocalypse and you have to form a team of three people in like our little social group, who's going <laughs> to be on your team? Look, okay, let me just say something before we start, okay? <laughs> and we have and we have a, a pretty big like horror family out there, so it's gonna be a tough one. I first called dibs on zero. <laughs> just so y'all know. Yes. <laughs> Cause she knows zombies so well. Like I'm like, yeah, no. Z- zero first. <laughs> Hard. Mm, there's so many people who just and then who's like somebody real beefy and strong? Ooh. We need somebody really beefy and like just like whoop somebody's ass. Oh, you know what? Victor from Megashine. He's literally like he's like really built up. He looked like he could kill like a couple of the zombies. And he knows horror, so he knows his way around like the lore. Who else? Hmm. <laughs> this is hard. I'm sorry. And, oh, and Kai. You know why? Because there's something about like Kai that makes me think that she's very like if we were in a zombie apocalypse, the way she thinks outside the box, I mm-hmm. would I think she would really kill a lot. And she seems like she's very like limber and nimble. And I haven't met her in person, but this is just the vibe I get from her. Like she'd be kind of like a femme fatale, like a switchblade knife. Ooh. You know, she's wearing like a red uh patent leather suit. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Has, like, samurai yes. katanas and shit. I love. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I, I love that. that. I freaking, and then, like, I, her entrance theme is uh, Chun Li by Nicki Minaj. You know, I, I think I'm going for You know what? <laughs> I got the whole vision in my head. You know, when I see Kai, that's all I'm going to think of. I'm telling you, man, she would fuck them up. She's going to be like, why y'all grinning? Oh, no reason. <laughs> and then her catchphrase is something like, I slay in more ways than one, or something like that. Oh, yeah, yes, that's it. That's Something tells me you've been planning this. Like this, no, right. you were waiting for your moment to shine, and now right. now is the time. <laughs> I'm just saying that's my team. <laughs> All right, Bobby, what about you? I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I got tears. I'm really cracking up. Um, <laughs> I will probably say this is hard. Um, because I've never thought about this. I'll probably say um, cat. From Girl That's Scary, <laughs> because she know her zombie shit, and I feel like 
she she's very funny and she's very very uh knowledgeable on her zombie movies and then like her favorite movies be turned to living dead and i heard her discuss what she would do in those uh certain situations so i'm cheating a little bit but i think cat would be amazing to have one team and similar to kyle what ryan was saying i could <laughs> see them being a, a pair like wearing kind of similar to the same outfit um let me i'm not gonna go in because you know I don't want Kat thinking I'll look at her a certain <laughs> way. So I love you, Kat. Um, who else? <laughs> Damn. Hmm. Gray. Because Gray also knows his zombies. And he's uh also very knowledgeable. I need a lot of smart people in my team during a uh <laughs> apocalypse. Okay. Not saying everybody's dumb, but they're very knowledgeable. I'm offended. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry <kidding>. about it. <laughs> um, but I feel like Gray would be um great, and I feel like he would be equipped with a lot of weapons as well. And then he'll have the liquor. He got a lot of whiskey. Um, and we need whiskey during a a, a zombie apocalypse. And my third, I don't know. Um Mm. See, I want to say zero two, but I can't still. So, <laughs> I mean, you already took one of mine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? I, I I can't I can't leave Jazz out because Jazz another smart one. So I need the girl that's scary. Um, yeah, girl that's scary crew, and I need Jazz up in here because I feel like she will also make some smart ass decisions and um. Yeah, I feel like her, Kat, and Kai would make a awesome like girl power team. Hey. So mm-hmm. I'm yes. here. So hey, girl, that's um, scary and great. Pull up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say great because I'm like he's resourceful. Like he he goes hiking and all that stuff. So yeah, but oh he yeah, took him. that's true. He does know um, the wilderness. Yeah. This is tough. Why do I have to ask? Um, come up with this because I'm about to say you could have had your answers uh, already. Right. No, I mean I thought I mean I thought of my answers and I was gonna go with Gray, but he took it. So I think I would go with I know Michael for sure, Mike. Michael, let me tell you, he would leave your ass, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Michael's first reaction is go. He don't care. Think of Roger and I, um, Night of the Demons. That's that's uh, Michael. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, true, true, true. Okay, who else? I still love him though, so it's okay. Huh. I would have to go with Brandon. Because he's resourceful and knows his stuff. So I definitely go with him. So Michael and Brandon. Yes, B. Congrats again. Right. Um, and who would be the last one? Oh my gosh, I can't think. Um I will have to go with even though I love them both. Oh my gosh. But I'll go with Erica from Homies of Horror. Mm. Yes, Erica. <laughs> yes, I I adore her and Roshane, but I can only pick three, so I'm going with Erica because I need some girl power. She's smart, she knows her stuff, and I'm gonna need someone to talk Degrassi with. <laughs> I know that's 
But yeah, so Michael, uh, Erica, and Brandon. That was hard. It was. It was. All righty, listeners. Oh, sorry. Uh, when you said I need girl girl power, I thought about Cheetah Girls. I, <laughs> girl. Yes. Girl power. Girl. Okay, let me stop. Because I don't want to be like Cinderella. Wait, what? No, <laughs> Hold on. No. It's over. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Open up the door with yeah, the wind blowing through my weave. <laughs> yes. I'm done. You gotta strut like you mean it. Oh my gosh, I can. <laughs> the cheetah girls go hard. Like I don't care. They do. Oof! Don't get me started. Right, sorry, I I, I, <laughs> I I made you feel laugh. I'm so sorry, y'all. No, you're fine. I'm gonna have to have a movie marathon. Anyways, so listeners, for today's episode, we're discussing the 1992. Oh, gosh, how do I want to say this? I'm just going to say 1992 film, Amityville, It's About Time. Um, oh, Cinematic um. masterpiece, okay? <laughs> I was going to say classic, but I was like, no. <laughs> but I'm glad you chimed in with that. Thank you. <laughs> so, it's um, Amityville, 1992, It's About Time. It was released as... Curse of Amityville, the final chapter in the Philippines. It's an American supernatural film directed by Tony Rando, who is behind Hellbound, Hellraiser 2 from 1988, and Children of the Night, 1991. We have a cast of Stephen Match. I'm sorry. If he were to listen to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> he is playing Jacob Sterling. Sean Weatherly playing Andrea Livingston, Fagan Ward as Lisa Sterling, Damon Martin as Rusty Sterling, Jonathan Penner playing Leonard, who I didn't know was in a couple seasons of Survivor. Mm, really? Yeah. Mm. He um right. I don't watch it like that. I'm not that dedicated. Me neither, but he is fine. I'm sorry. Huh? He is fine. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? His character <laughs> did annoy me in this movie, but I didn't care. He was fine to me. We'll, we'll Which talk. one was he? He was he, he was, was the one the of the boyfriend, Doctor Leonard. Oh yeah, he was fine. I mean, he was cute, but uh. <laughs> child, um, he was a weirdo. But you know, he what? was. I like that weird shit now. Oh. <laughs> Just saying. I, I'm just saying. Listen, that we <laughs> can put that to use. <laughs> Baby, get that sauerkraut. <gasps> oh God! <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> I like that weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed, Ryan. Go to bed. Yeah, I'm trying nothing. to, but he, let, me stop, let me chill. <laughs> and, rounding out the cast, we have Nita Talbot. Talbot as Iris. Queen. Queen. <laughs> I can't. So the, syn- <laughs> the synopsis of the film, an architect brings home a mysterious clock, not knowing that it's haunted by the demonic presence of the Amityville house. Soon, the clock begins to alter time and space and starts to possess members of the household. 
And thank you, IMDB, for that. <laughs> All right. Um, first, I, I have to ask, how did y'all, like, find this movie? How did you come about <laughs> it? Are you dedicated fans of the Amityville franchise? I blame Ryan. So <laughs> <laughs> he can go first. <laughs> I, I found out about it just... Um, just watching randomly on TV one night and I just got spellbound to be honest with you guys. It was really fun. I got addicted and the rest is history, you know, in my spare time, I stand on the block with brochures and I try to tell uh-uh. people about this film. Like it's changed my life. You know, I'm getting a little emotional. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, this movie. Mm. <laughs> I actually know which song you're doing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I thought you were doing the song from Space Jam when they lost their powers. What? <laughs> what? You know that song? <laughs> Not Space Jam. I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is um the sixth film based on the Amityville horror and this... um whole franchise there's 23 and counting entries in this franchise and i want to say that's probably like the longest franchise so far yeah i mean they still doing them and it's i don't know i don't know who's allowing this (laughs) why they're allowing this who's funding this and ryan Um, you know, a, a couple of funds every now and then. So I could find a new movie. Like a GoFundMe yeah. for Amityville Crack House? Sign me up. Isn't that coming? Like I yeah. think so. Or in the hood or something like that. Yeah. Why? <laughs> but for me, um, I personally just love um the first Amityville and the second one, The Possession, just because The Possession like scared the living hell out of me as a kid uh, with the effects, the the demon, uh, the music and that. It was just, it was a lot. And the only part I didn't like about that movie is just the incest between brother and sister in here, which was kind of gross. Honey. Um, yeah, it was, I was just, well, not kind of, it was gross. I didn't understand it at all. Um, and yeah, but it was scary to me, and I felt like that was the closest to, uh, I guess, the uh, the original story of Amityville, like the real-life story. But then, you know, we go back in time, and um, <laughs> yeah, and then we're here today talking about this wonderful movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, I've seen the OG a couple times. I... I don't think I've seen the possession and I, the only entry I can think of was dollhouse. And that's only because they used to show all the time, like Saturday afternoons, like the local TV station would play like afternoon movies. And that was one of them. And I, I, till this day, I still remember it. So when I was like looking like to find movies to review for the show and Ryan, you brought this up. I'm like, let me check this out. And I've only watched like 10 seconds of the trailer. So, I mean, I definitely went in blind and was not <laughs> expecting all of this. I didn't know what to expect. 
Like <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it like that. I I thought when it's like, oh, it's time travel. I thought they were like going back to like the eighteen hundreds uh, to like the origins <laughs> of Amityville. Like I was not expecting all of this. But but yeah, I mean Amityville yeah, me they yeah, like, Amityville, I, they be going out there. I mean, <laughs> they do. And it's funny that you mentioned the um the dollhouse work version because I watched that earlier this year and I actually had a good time with that one. <laughs> so yeah. I shouldn't be talking. I, I feel like I always um mess with Ryan about this movie just because it was just so random and out of nowhere. I'm like, really? But I also had love for the dollhouse and Amityville too, <laughs> which was equally as bad as this one. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, right. So I, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Amityville. Maybe one day I'll sit down and try to get through some of the movies. I I don't know. That's that's some. You should do that, like a challenge. Like watch all the Amityville movies within one week, or at least oh, two weeks. Oh, so week. many. <laughs> that would be a we, lot of fun. Yes, I mean we did it with Leprechaun, so why oh, not with Lord. this? <laughs> and that was my idea. I'm looking back. I'm like, why did I think of that? It that was fun. I'm happy you thought of that. To be honest, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say, Ryan. I said that kind of actually made an amazing episode for Kill the Dead. So I'm happy that you did that. <laughs> okay, I might be down for this or Puppet Master. I really want to go back and review the Puppet Master movies. Ooh. That's what the dive favorite? I haven't taken yet. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I haven't seen Puppet Masters yet. Like, I still want to see them. Wait a minute, you, you never see any of the movies? No. Woo-wee! Yes, Ryan, you're in for a ride. Now, I would compare <laughs> Puppet Master movies with Amityville because there's so many, um, and they just take a just wrong direction. Like, I mean, the movies aren't that good, like the beginning ones, but... It just it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. But there's such a fun time. Like I love those damn puppets. And mm-hmm. I have a favorite one. Who's your favorite? Favorites. All right. So I used to love um what's his name? The drill head bull. Okay. Is it Tumblr or something like that? I, I don't think know. So I gotta I gotta look back on the names. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my two homies are a uh, six shooter with the six arms and the guns. He be fucking people up, lighting them up with his little guns. And um, the torch, he be setting niggas on fire. <laughs> Ryan's probably over there like, what? Ryan, no, I'm into- taking notes. That sounds actually interesting. I have to say, besides the obvious like blade, because that's like everyone's favorite, Leech Woman is my favorite. She's the only one that grosses me out. Oh, but. yeah. She's, yeah. I don't like those leeches coming out her mouth. Like, I don't want to mess around for you, Ryan, but <laughs> she's, yeah. Mm-mm. Yes, Ryan. Just like, like imagine like a pretty like puppet, and mm-hmm. her special attack is she's going to regurgitate leeches. Sounds Into like your mouth. Sorry. She'd be like, she'd be like, looking at you like, oh, I'm about to fuck you up with some leeches. And she'd be like, yes. <laughs> oh. her whole mouth stretches. It like... does. So she's not human then. So she, No, she's these some... are puppets. They're puppets, yeah. Like oh. little marionette. I think that's what they call little marionette puppets. 
Damn. Mm-hmm. And it was one scene where she actually like regurgitated a uh, leech into somebody else's mouth. <laughs> it, it was just, it was so disgusting. <laughs> what is she? Is that, are they possessed by demons or something? Is that the tea? They're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a guy. I guess he created them. Too long. Yeah, Toulon, and um, he I guess he got like some magic serum or something that he injects them with. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it's just like the puppets. I don't know because you think that they're evil, but then when you watch the rest of the series, it's like they are actually really not evil. But then they go back to be. I don't know. It's really bizarre, but they're just a good time. I'm just here for the puppets fucking people up. That's yes. it. I like puppets and horror, so I, I'm definitely down. Puppets and dolls are like one of few things that really scare me, like freak me out. So, but I love Puppet Master. All right, so let's let's dig into this um, Amityville. It's about time because it's about time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so the movie opens up. You have Jacob, who is. An architect who returns home from a business trip, um, he went to Amityville, and he lives in California in, like, this suburban housing development. His ex-girlfriend, who is an art student, Andrea, was watching his two teenage kids, which I kind of thought was weird. Like, you have two teenagers, like, I'm sure they could take care of themselves. Secondly, um, that's your ex for a reason. Why you have her watch your kids? Y'all not together like that. But... Yeah, so his two teenage kids, Lisa and Rusty, who is like the troublemaker. Um, when uh, Jacob arrives home, he has like a box of things. He's all excited, like, oh, they really like my ideas. They really want to develop, yada, yada, yada. And look what I found. And it's an old antique clock that he got when he was on his trip. And he's like, I just felt like this house was missing a little something, something. And this little something, something here that I got is going to make it work. First of all, the house was ugly. Like the outside of the house was cute, but the interior of the house was really too much. I was not expecting all of that. But then again, it's the nineties. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. And I get what they were trying to do with the outside of the house. They tried to make it look a little bit like the original Amityville house with the two windows that's glowing up top. They appear to look like eyes or something. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, I see what they're doing. Right. And then, so after Jacob puts the the clock on like the little mantle, like in the living room, it's like a windy and stormy night. And we see Iris... Um, just going for a walk in the middle of the night and she's like getting this strange feeling from the house like an eerie feeling like oh hell no like that's evil I don't want any part of it no <laughs> so um, in the middle of the night Rusty goes downstairs and he turns on the living room light switch and every time he would flip the switch the living room turns into an ancient looking torture chamber Mm-hmm. And um, he keeps doing it, and the light bulb like finally burns out. So, did, did you kind of feel like that looked like the set from? Do y'all remember the flashback scenes in Goosebumps: A Night in Terror Tower? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> it felt so close to that. I was like, wow, the nostalgia. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm oh, happy man. you picked that up, Ryan. That's crazy. Because that's one of my favorite um like movies of um like I guess TV movies of Goosebumps. So that's dope. It's one of my favorites too. Like and, and the book and the funny thing is the book is exactly the same. Like that's one of those weird instances where I mean there's like a few nuanced differences. But yeah, I love that movie too. And I also like the haunted mask. But uh, I mean that's yes. definitely here nor there. <laughs> I still have it on VHS. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, me too. Me too. And I don't even own a lot of them on D uh, on DVD, Jesus Christ. VHS. But that one I do. I still have like the cushion one, you know, like the the plastic oh. cover. Stop. Stop. Oh my gosh, my heart. So, so, um, later on in this, like, scene, like I said before, Andrea and Jacob, they are exes. Well, they still feeling for, have feelings for each other, so Andrea stays the night and she gets nasty with Jacob. And I'm like, hold on, don't you have a whole-ass boyfriend? Come on now. And she's like, I don't want to feel regret in the morning. Girl. (laughs) Well, so the next morning, um, the kids are leaving for school. And Jacob's like, you know what? I'm feeling good. I'm about to go for a jog. (laughs) So he's going for a jog. And his uh, digital watch just stops. And he turns around, he noticed that his neighbor, uh, what's her name, Mrs. Tetman, and her dog Peaches are just, like, standing. And, like, they're, like, in a daze. And they're, like, just staring at him, like, all crazy, like, oh, we about to fuck you up. But, um... Wait, you talking about the old lady that's, like, standing outside the house? No, it was the lady with Peaches, the dog. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, um... Because, like, he ran past them, and he was like, oh, you really should put a leash on Peaches. Like, that's where he fucked up. Like, you should have kept that comment to yourself, sir. But she was like, that's all right. I'm about to fuck you up later. So he's jogging. (laughs) And that's when, like, he comes across them, and she's just, like, in a trance. And Peaches chases after him and bites that ass. And he gets torn up. Just his leg, though. (laughs) <laughs> so what was like what were y'all thinking like that whole scene the first like the opening scene and then to the scene of when he gets attacked by peaches um, for me I'll, oh sorry Ryan go no ahead. no go ahead go ahead the, our timing is literally so synced up it's so funny like I was like that's no. hilarious no but you can go first <laughs> okay <laughs> um for me I just Again, I just wanted to know what the hell I was getting into. I was still kind of lost <laughs> with peaches going off like that. And I was just still trying to put things together. But I said, all right, I'm just going to um, continue with the rest of this movie. Maybe things will <laughs> together. <laughs> um, but overall, like, I, like even like from when it first started and just, like, up until that point, I... I think, it, like, the movie looks good, in my opinion. Like, it don't look, I mean, I know it's low budget, but it don't look that low budget to me. So, it was still, I guess, it still looked nice enough for me to want to tune in. Because sometimes when something looks really bad, i just like, I can't get into this. Yeah. But, with um, just knowing the whole time thing, I just, I just had to keep watching. Because I want to know how 
um, like the time clock plays a part in everything, like why we're going, if we're going back, why we're going back, are we going to get bits and pieces of the past or the future? Like, I just want to know how everything tied in together. And the reason I mentioned that old lady too, um, that was staring at the house too, um, is because, um, cause I, for some reason I thought that's who you was talking about, Ash, but I realized she was talking about the lady with peaches. Um, that lady that was staring at the house was actually on Puppet Master too. <laughs> so it was funny how we was talking about that. Kind of like, she looks familiar. And I looked it up. She was on the first uh, Puppet Master movie. Oh, she was. Mm-hmm. Whoop. <laughs> that's, that's selling that movie even more for me because my favorite thing about It's About Time is Nita Talbert as Iris. Like, I really like her character. It's very dramatic. It's over sensual, uh, over not sensualized. What what am I going through? Oh, hold on. I don't know why I said that. I meant to say over. I can't now. I can't get uh, now. I can't say the word. But like, I just really like how dramatic her character is. It's really funny and entertaining, and it pulls me in. Like, does she <laughs> act like that in Puppet Master too, or is it a different kind of role? Um, <laughs> she's a little dramatic on there because I think. Because I think they're in a house full of sidekicks or something, and then, like, she's on the road, and when she finally gets there, I think she actually gets killed by one of the puppets. But her scene was a little dramatic, too. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I want you to watch it, right? <laughs> Look, Ryan's like, ooh, I don't want to watch it after we're done. I've been wanting to watch them anyway, though, because, like, I don't remember where I was, but, yeah, you know, let me, because next thing you know i'm like once upon a time and shit but um (laughs) but i think the beginning for me was confusing a little bit like every time like like the first few times i watched it because there's so many little details are just being thrown all over the place Mm -hmm. like even when he brings the clock in they made like a weird statement about it having crossed the atlantic on a schooner 200 years ago and then you know, Hitler's pencil box being a, I know she was just joking, but I was like, okay, this is, you know, what, what pieces of this is going to be pertinent to the storyline later? None of it. Um, (laughs) I mean, but like that whole like Hitler thing, I mean, that does kind of come to play later on the movie (laughs) with what, what, uh, someone did on someone's garage door, (laughs) a certain painting, but yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll give them that. But it's just, there were just all these random details. And then the attack on him felt like it was inspired directly by Cujo. I was getting strong Cujo vibes from that attack. But it was only, but it was also kind of comical, though. I know it was like he was being brutally attacked by a dog. But something about, like, the camera, like, bouncing in on the attack so much and how... <laughs> dramatized it was it was just very comical to me even like how the camera was underneath when the dog jumped like up at him and then you think he's about to get away and then he goes back in for another bite and then later when you see him it's like the bites in two different locations and i'm like i could have sworn it got him right in the same (laughs) wound but okay i guess we'll just go with it it's your ass mr postman i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) yes Yeah, I'm with you, right? I was definitely confused, especially in the, like, the beginning of the film, because I'm like trying to figure out the whole family dynamic. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, like, that's his wife, or like, that's like his new wife, like, remarry, like, the, those are stepkids. And like, Lisa and Andrew, I'm like, they look close in age. 
So I'm confused, like, like, you could tell, like, they were a family, but they're not a family. Like, it was just a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it, was, it was just kind of weird. But, um, yeah, I, at the, like, the whole dog attack scene, I was laughing. Because he was just like, oh, 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 no, gosh, no. Well, like, yeah, Peaches is gonna fuck you up. And then, like, the only way he could break away, well, not really, was to cut Peaches with a broken glass. But, so, um, let's see. Oh, there was one last thing I forgot. Were y'all also triggered by him putting his dirty-ass shoes on the counters before he went for his run? That triggered me so much. Yeah. I was like, okay, he's a little too excited. That's it, that goes like hand in hand with like people laying on their bed with like shoes or sneakers on. Like that pisses me off oh, when I see gosh. that in movies. I'm like, what the fuck? Like and malignant. That was the first thing that irked me when we see <laughs> what's the name? Uh, I guess boyfriend. Like when the boy he he had his whole like shoes on the bed. I'm like that uh-huh. is disgusting, bruh. So like, yes, Ryan, that bothered me so much. And you can't. I don't think you can really be that comfy. Having your and, shoes on and then be in bed. Like, I don't know. People are but weird. It, it, they grew up in the wrong house because let me tell you something. Like, no matter how comfortable you are, like, you about to get really uncomfortable in a minute because I'm definitely smack you upside the head or something. Like, don't, don't put your shoes, like you said, Bobby, on my bed, on my countertops, even on my couch. Like, I don't, like, that's disgusting to me. That's so nasty. That's like, in the words of my mom, she's like, don't be on my bed with your outdoor clothes on. Yes, <laughs> it's That's true. Like, though. You're saying my aunt used to get me out of here when I used to come from outside and I had jeans on, and she's like, "No jeans on my bed." I'm like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, no jeans on my bed." I'm like, uh-uh. "Okay." <laughs> I'm done. I don't know. For some reason, she just thought that I don't know that attracted more. Dr- I don't know. I never understood it to this day. But I'm gonna ask her why she said that to me. Uh, hey, Amy. <laughs> You know what? I'll take that though over um something that the older people in my family used to do. Thank God my mom wasn't like this. Like thank God, like keeping plastic on the couch, bruh. <gasps> that shit used to blow on me on a hot summer day, mm-hmm. and you're wearing shorts. It might bring that joint right. <laughs> That's you got your sad whole legs so and true. your butt sweating. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, let me get back to let me stay focused. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Rusty, who is skipping school because he's bad like that, he visits his neighbor, Iris. He tells her about what he saw in the living room last night. She assumes that what Rusty saw was an evil force, and she just happens to know everything about it. <laughs> um, It was, a, I'm sorry. She said it will only go to his house because where it used to be is gone. It must find a new home. When Rusty gets home, Andrea and him go to um, Mrs. Tetman's house to ask if Peaches was vaccinated. Mrs. Tetman doesn't know what they're talking about and says that she and Peaches never even left the house that day. She even shows them that Peaches' face has no traces of a cut. So Rusty later on, he spends a lot of time thinking about what Iris told him. Jacob, who is <laughs> who is 
supposed to be resting, is too busy designing a model for a new neighborhood. At dinner, Andrea asks Rusty to go get the phone book from the living room, which only takes a minute or two. However, when Rusty, who was talking talking the whole time, good, yeah, I can't talk, gets back into the living room, three hours have passed. Lisa let Andrea have her room for the night, and she sleeps on a couch in the living room. But the loud ticking from the clock keeps Lisa awake all night. Finally, around 3 o'clock in the morning, she asks Andrea if she can sleep with her. Andrea says yes and tells Lisa to go get a pillow from the living room. But when Lisa gets the pillow, the living room door slams shut and lock. In Andrea's room, she hears the door open and something gets into bed with her. She finds the other side of the door drenched in black slime. She turns on the light, but it's not there. Andrea goes downstairs and unlocks the living room door, letting Lisa out. She suspects that Rusty may have locked them, but he tells her he went for a walk. Alright, this started to piss me off, because I did not like how Andrea just automatically assumes that Rusty did it. And that Rusty's just behind everything bad that's happening in this house. Agreed. Yeah, I have to that because it's just like but that's the thing like she's so young and it doesn't seem like she's really good with them like the father just has him has her there for like just him for real like he's passing it off like he, you know she's watching them but I'm not really getting that vibe from her yeah it seems like <clears throat> excuse me like the whole um, background with Rusty is that he's like the trouble sibling and no one understands him and why he's acting the way he is. And Lisa's like the, oh, the good child. Everyone loves Lisa. And it seems like Andrea and Lisa have Andrea and Lisa have a really close relationship because there's a couple times in the movie that Lisa's like, oh, like I wish you and Dad would work things out. Blah blah blah. But. It's just like it seems like Andrea just struggles to make it ha- to have a relationship with Rusty, but Rusty could care less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think like it didn't feel like they cared for each other very much. Like, maybe it was because of how the scenes were like structured. Uh huh. But it was like they only care for each other when it was like convenient to the plot. <laughs> But they didn't really spend any time together. Like, yeah. And another thing. I feel like the chemistry was off. Yeah. What were we about to say, Ryan? I didn't know until, like, when they poured the peroxide on his cut. You're not supposed (laughs) to put peroxide in deep wounds. Because, like. Hell no. (laughs) It was like. It triggered Emilio. He was like. You are not supposed to do that. It was like those wounds are too deep. I was like, oh, child, well, uh-huh. I'm happy that never happened to you because I was definitely going to grab the peroxide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when that scene happened, I saw her reaching over the peroxide and opening. I was like, don't, nope, nope. <laughs> and I started like, I was like, ow, like I was the one getting peroxide poured on. But that whole, ugh, that whole bite looks disgusting. Yeah, it it was done really well. That was some good SFX. 
Uh-huh. And yeah. then like later on in the movie, you just see like, oh my gosh, this this what grossed me. I was like, you see like the like the pus and stuff coming out of it. I'm yes, like, Ugh. I was gonna say that. Like <sighs> you just see that how effective it was, and you see the uh, 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 I'm sorry, I don't <laughs> like any of that stuff. Like I know, like me and my was recently talking about just like holes and things and shit like that. But oh, like, stop. <gasps> oh, yeah, man. I know that you don't like that either. No, <laughs> I didn't know that about you, Ash. I didn't know that. I hate that shit. I think what's called tripophobia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Later on, the next morning, Andrea learns that Peaches was killed the night before and a swastika has been drawn in blood on Mrs. Tetman's house. Lord child. Um, (laughs) The police suspect that Rusty may have had something to do with it. That night, Andrea's boyfriend, Leonard, visits and has had an hallucination of Jacob shooting him with a gun. Let me stop right there. That was kind of disrespectful for Andrea to bring her new man over to her old man's house. Yes. I was so confused at that scene. I'm just like, and they, they had sex, right? Yeah. They yeah. had sex like, right before that and scene. And he had enough to so put I'm a like, on, too. <laughs> he got real comfortable. So, I mean, I don't know. I was so confused. I'm like, why is this allowed? Why... Why is this going on with the Andrea? What? Like, I don't know. It was just a big question marks just going through my head. <laughs> it's just so weird. But I guess like the the I guess the clock or the house or whatever was playing with his mind because that whole scene right there where um it was Jacob that was like, you know, talking about like, oh, you having sex with my wife and you know, about to shoot him with the gun. I feel like they were I guess the entity or whatever is in the house was playing with Leonard's mind because that was wrong. You know what I mean? That was fucked Mm -hmm. up. So I guess that was being done purposely. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That scene was just so just weird to me. And I don't know, man, the relationship with all these characters in this movie is just, just weird. Just weird. Yeah. I agree. All the relationships are weird. And even like you guys talking about the weird incest in one of the other Amityvilles, I was getting kind of vibes of that in, in this, this one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was just like, uh, what scene was it? Was that when they were like in school and Rusty was like with his group of friends and um, Lisa was like walking and everyone was just like, ooh. And Rusty like had that look on his face. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> oh no, that, ugh. But that I mean that that kind of plays on later on in this film too. <laughs> so let's see. And then you have the police, of course, suspecting Rusty. Like they were just quick with it. Like, oh, it was him. Definitely, it was him. Like, I no. mean, I my get it. <laughs> so you're on his side. I was about to go in and say, well, he looks like a a lazy playabout. <laughs> And he keeps on listening to that damn rock music. And he's always (laughs) in his room and he has that spiky hair and that no good attitude of his. With that chain in his ear. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Boys like that are up to no good. No good at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But also, he's kind of (laughs) dreamy. It's like a... Not dreamy. (laughs) 
it's like a very uh, complicated extreme. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh, Ryan, I'm, I we gonna have to talk. <laughs> Listen, after violation night, how are you surprised at anything that? True, <laughs> that, uh, we okay. still haven't talked about that yet, but that's gonna happen. We have it's to make happen. that happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sorry, I'm out of it. <laughs> so the next day. Rusty visits Iris's house and describes to her the things he has seen in his living room and telling her that it all began the night his father had returned home from Amityville. Iris later figures out that the clock that's causing everything to go wrong, but on, but on her way to... Okay, sorry. I cannot read today. <laughs> Iris later, later figures out that it is the clock that's causing everything to go wrong, but on her way to warn Rusty... <laughs> She, this scene is not funny, but she is killed by a stork statue that falls from a truck. <laughs> I'm sorry, I laughed too much. It's not funny, but it's like, really? I have um, a lot to say about her death when, when it comes to my turn, so yes. take y'all time. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> so, meanwhile, at the Sterling residence, things start to go terribly wrong with Lisa's boyfriend, Andy, melting into the floor. Leonard encountering goo and a zombie that rises out the bathtub and Jacob acting aggressively. Both Lisa and Jacob are now under the clock's complete control and Rusty is forced to kill Lisa in self-defense. Andrea manages to overcome Jacob's attack but learns that the clock de-aged Rusty into a child as he tried to destroy it. Andrea orders the clock to leave Rusty to let Rusty leave and she begins to smash open the wall. When she does that, she sees the giant clock gears inside the wall and is unable to destroy the clock. As it begins to age her into the old woman, she ignites an exposed gas pipe, causing an explosion. The clock rewinds back to the first night Jacob brought the clock home. However, Andrea has retained her memories of the events that took place, and this time, she smashes the clock when Jacob comes home with it. When Jacob asks her, what the hell was that all about? She replies, it's about time. That's what. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. As Andrea departs, Rusty sees Iris standing across the street and the two exchange smiles, hinting that they have retained their memories of what occurred. The end. Mm-hmm. Because it's about time. I'm just kidding. No, I let out the biggest laugh when she said that, I'm like, yo, how cheesy, but okay. It's about time. Right. So that's <laughs> where y'all got the title. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can go back and talk about Iris's death. <laughs> so, first of Take all... Take it away, Ryan. Yes. I'm gonna try to keep it together, <laughs> obviously. Um, first of all, before I get to her death, I just want to say one thing about that scene when she was talking to Rusty's ass and she was like, it is a necromancer. He was like, oh, what is that? She's like, it's French. I'm like, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. What cracks me up was that I wa- I've always, wa- I always watch movies with subtitles <laughs> and I was watching this and it just says, so she's like talking, it's like speaks another language. I'm like, it's not that hard. It's it's like that on AMC as well. They were like speaking another language. I'm like, it's necromancer. What are they talking about? Anyway, 
And then when she went outside with him, why were there so many toilets being thrown out? I was I had that down in my <laughs> notes. Why? Like and and because I'm me and y'all know me because y'all have to deal with my bullshit. Like and my spades and my shovels. I'm thinking uh-huh. like I'm really like okay digging like okay maybe this is a I'm like no no this is just weird. There are literally toilets every fucking where. Just strange. <laughs> and then like. I like that she did the barrel roll to save herself. She but waited to the last minute, though. She did. <laughs> it, and it was clearly a different actor, so that upset me. Because it was clearly, like, a six-foot woman with, like, a like a more built gait. And then they flash back, and it's, I'm like, okay, this is worse than the Buffy extras from back in the day. Uh-uh. Those are probably the worst extras I ever saw. Like, one of Faith's extras back in the day was, like, literally a whole-ass black woman. Like, I was, and I lived. <laughs> I freeze framed it because I was like, I know, I know I'm not tripping. And it's from the front. So it's really egregious. And I'm like, child. But yeah, um, I just want to say a few words for Iris. No, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. No, but like Iris's revelation, like when she was actually inside of the room and stuff, like the the headshots and the thunderbolts and even like her mm-hmm. popping her eyes. That was when I knew I was watching the right film in the beginning. Cause like it's it's so funny. Like she's she's overacting so much, but it's so much fun. She was so working she for that check. Yes, yeah, like she had to sell it. <laughs> she was she was going hard as shit. And then it kept cutting over to the little clock. And every time because you know it had the little demon on it. I'm like, oh my God, if this movie had come out nowadays, it would have became an instant meme because demon time. Like, it's literally, uh-huh. like, demon time on the clock. And I yeah. thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> you should turn it into, like, a TikTok or something, right? Oh, Lord. We <laughs> need, more, we need more TikToks. I th- I did not think about that. And that is actually a damn good idea. I actually will do that. I am going to do that. Like, demon time. And then I'm going to put on, like, some parachute pants or something. And, just, <laughs> and some horns. <laughs> Man, like... When um they were taking Iris away, another thing. I have a lot of notes on this, as y'all can tell. She blinked. The actress blinked. I, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, the one time I need you to underact. <laughs> well, this I was confused <laughs> with that part, too, because I'm like, so is she alive? Is she dead? If she is dead, why won't they cover her face up? And why is the diaper guy walking around with the thing that killed her? It's evident. It's, like, covered in blood. He took that job too serious. Mm-hmm. He was dedicated. Yeah, he must have been like a necromancer on the side or something. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm not sure. He's employee of the month. He didn't want to mess things up. Yeah. He's like, see, the- here's your order for everything for up to two months. <laughs> and did y'all know about the? Because I found this on. You know how IMDb does like the little trivia and stuff. Oh, like. It it said that you know the scene with the overflowing bathtub or whatever. Mm-hmm. They said that like the water actually softened the floor under the tub in the house they were filming in. So after they were done filming, the tub actually fell through the floor to the first floor. Oh shit! Yeah. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know that Andrea not Andrea Iris's scene just cracks me up, and then. Let's talk about okay, um, Lisa. So Lisa gets possessed, so she becomes like this bad girl. She switches up her hair 
wearing mm-hmm. all this heavy makeup and um she wears her father's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like after she, I guess she gets possessed after like you know she's looking at herself, like her reflection and stuff. Ooh! And then she, that scene to me was very uh interesting, but also hot. I don't know. And then, you know, I'm not even into that, but I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. But then when she had like her demonic transformation, I guess, I was just like, okay, I see you, Lisa. Um, I don't know. I live for women when they get like possessed and they become like a badass. It's just yeah. I don't know, it's something I love about it. Yeah, that, like I'm glad you brought up her possession scene because I was just like, yeah, I, 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 that, I, I liked, I liked it. <laughs> I don't know, but like she was definitely feeling herself. <laughs> right, no pun. Oh my god. <laughs> but I mean, that mean that does play with her character because her character is like naive. She's dating like a popular jock, and you could tell like. She's kind of like stressing about like having sex with him and all that stuff. So that does come about with her possession. So I can see why they kind of went that route that they did with her. <laughs> but I then like... we oh, oh go sorry. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just I was just gonna say, then it kind of gets weird when she's like fully possessed and then she starts like trying to seduce her brother. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. It's <laughs> like, like now you want to. <laughs> like, oh. No. no. That's gross, sis. Like, Bobby, like you said, like, me no likey. <laughs> me uh-huh. no like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me no like. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, how, okay, so I'm trying to think where to go with this one. Hey, how did y'all feel about her, that scene, though, when she's like, uh, like laying on that train set with her, like choo choo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love like that banging. scene a lot, actually. But the funny thing is, like this, ne- like this, this time rewatching it, I actually forgot that she said toot toot all aboard. Like I forgot she said that. <laughs> so I said it to Mill. I was like toot toot all aboard, like just joking, and she did it, and I was like, oh my god, that's so terrible. <laughs> that's so cheesy, but I love it. Well, again, so he was like, what was, what was the boyfriend's name? Um, oh, I don't the, remember. What was her yeah. boyfriend? Was it Andy? That's not no, right. Like, he was like, I, I feel bad. Sure. I got you. Hold up. I got you. Andy. Yeah. He was just like, you're not going to regret it. Oh, oh, you're not going to regret it. I'm like, so you really think y'all just going to get nasty on a toy train set? You really think that's going to be comfortable? But I really, I think I like his death the best. Same. In the movie. Because she, he literally is melting mm-hmm. in the ground. And we get full package. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. With his tidy whities <laughs> Uh-uh. I'm sorry I went somewhere else. But yeah. Same. <laughs> but that's even like, that's it. That scene was gross, though, but I do like that scene a lot because he's just being like, you know, he's just sinking into the floor with all that goo, and then it's like, it's burning him at the same time, I guess. Yeah. So it's just his skin off, and then, I don't know. It's very creative. I loved it a lot. Yeah, me and too. That was a good death. Kept saying, 
bye like a hundred times. I'm like, all right, girl, we know that he's going bye bye. Like, stop saying bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. She said it like ten times. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I also so like with her possess. I like Jacob's p- possession too. Cause oh my gosh, you could tell homeboy was dirty with those doo doo draws on, with that bandaged up uh-huh. leg and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was he really creepy. Torrance vibes a little bit. Yeah. From the oh yeah, yeah for sure. I, I was also getting Helen Lyle vibes or, or Cog. I, I, it's Lyle, right? Helen Lyle from Candyman. Mm. Uh huh. From um. The mother, not the mother, the girlfriend. What's her name? Andrea. Like the way they styled her hair and how she was wearing. Oh like, yeah, I see it. You know, I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to go back and watch this again. <laughs> it's always a good time. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, now I say though, um, like I always like play with Ryan's like child. I'm not watching this movie. This movie, whatever. <laughs> but I actually had a good time watching this. Like it's, it's not that bad like how people make it seem to be like yeah it's it's you know it's not the best amityville film or whatever but i had a good time watching this it's it's fun i i can see myself be watching this again when mm-hmm. i'm drunk uh-uh <laughs> that's so i guess so, oh, so, oh i'm sorry go, ash go ahead no, go, i keep go, doing go, this to go, you go, go ahead go ahead take it no, no no go ahead go ahead it's fine no i'll no, go i was just gonna like second <laughs> that because like it's definitely aside from all my joking I, you know, it's definitely not the best Amityville film. And even the idea of, like, going back in time and stuff is so preposterous when you hear it. But to see that they took all these pieces and did what they did with it was very creative. And I really like so many of the scenes. And all of the hyper word I couldn't think of earlier-isms. <laughs> like, the bright colors, how surreal everything looks, how over-processed everybody is. It feels like it's like poppy and weird. Like it's almost like a surreal nightmare. And I, I really have a lot of fun in that environment. It's just campy almost, you know? Like it's very yes. campy. It is. Yeah. I, and that's uh, what people forget. Like they forget to have fun with horror movies because everybody just uh-huh. takes them so serious now. It's just like I live for a campy horror flick, you know what I mean? And this is what I needed. So I'm actually happy that we are covering this because I needed to watch this. It was a good right. time. So I guess I'll uh, try to wrap things up. So, how did y'all feel about the ending of it? The ending of this, how like Andrea still remember what happened and just like smashing the clock and was like, "I'm done." Because <laughs> I know, like for myself, like I was really just zoned out with the whole dynamic of this family, the relationship between between and. I said Angela, Andrea, and Jacob. I did. I liked the ending of it because I feel like that was like if none of this would have happened, she would have not had the enough courage to like be like, you know what, I'm done with you, Jacob, and walk away. Because mm-hmm. you could tell, like in the movie, like she tried to walk away from him, but somehow she still gets that he still has that hold on her. So maybe like this crazy clock was like a blessing in disguise for Andrea. I don't know. That's what that was the kind of feel I was getting from. No, I like that. Me too. 
for me, um, I liked the ending, but it also gave me like, you know, I was all right, I liked it, but I was also a little bit disappointed just because I wanted something a little bleak. You know what I mean? Like I didn't really want a happy ending in some way. Uh-huh. Um, it gave me very goosebumps. Are you afraid of a dark ending? Where like they go through all this stuff in the episode and then and like everything's all right. They defeated the monster or they turn back time and everything's okay. They learn their lessons. So it gave me those vibes just a little bit. Um, but overall, I still liked it. But I just wish we probably had um, just more of a, a bleak ending. I live for you know a terrible ending so yeah me, t- me too bobby i i have to agree like it's so much fun when horror leans into the heart and they just like they let it be what it is at the end when it's all just a dream at the end or a time play it just feels like a cheated experience whether it's in horror or outside of it and that's why like time play is always tricky because if you can just always wind it back then it's a whole thing. I don't want to go on a rant. Like, cause I feel like, I feel like if I keep talking, I'm going to end up t- um, complaining about apocalypse and I don't feel like going through that right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy. You know, like, and that was such a good season, but like just tying, like just rewinding everything. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. All right. So I guess with like wrapping up this show, any, um, so let's see like any final thoughts or like how would you like to rate this out of five let's see what should we rate this out of those damn clocks whatever they were those uh-uh. demon clocks <laughs> i was gonna say doo-doo draws because of Ooh, I'm i was just kidding I, I like that better i like that better <laughs> no okay we can do the clocks <laughs> so out of five clocks what would you rate Amityville, it's about time. I'm gonna start with Bobby. Um, I give this movie two and a half doo-doo draws. I'm sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> two doodles, two doo two doodles. I can't even say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Two doo-doo draws and half a clock. How about that? Um, <laughs> um, I enjoyed this movie. I don't think it's completely horrible. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, I had a good time with it. I'll go back and rewatch it compared to some of the other Amityville films I watch. Um, I'll definitely go back and rewatch this one because I had a good time with it. And um, yeah. So, do you think it should rise from the dead or stay buried? Rise from the dead. Let it rise from the dead. You know what? Uh, I'm I'm happy Ryan put me on to this because I want more people to talk about this movie. <laughs> it, it it has some scenes in here that I feel like people should talk about. So it needs to rise from the dead. Okay, okay. What about you, Ryan? Um, you said out of five, right? Yes. Um, I got to go with seven. Um, uh uh-uh, uh. Why you gotta be like that? <laughs> I'm right. just teasing. I'm just teasing. Oh. <laughs> Aside from my joke, it's like a, I agree with Bobby's rating. It's like two and a half because it's just a fun time. I wouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. It has a lot of really fun scenes. (laughs) And I would say it needs to rise from the dead. It really does. I think it gets overlooked because the franchise is so damn top heavy. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you hear like, it's about time, you know, it's time travel. So you're like, I ain't watching that shit. 
<laughs> but it's a it's a lot of fun to watch with friends and stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely have to follow y'all and I'm gonna give it um two doo-doo draws out of five. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's an e it's an easy watch. I feel like if you're struggling to find something to watch on a boring day, this would be perfect. And you don't really need to watch any of the previous Amityville movies to figure out what's going on. I do feel like my only like biggest thing is that I wish there was more like time travel. Because that was the kind of feeling I was getting when I heard about this movie. I'm like, oh, they're going back in time. So that would have been cool to see a little bit. Uh, see it. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not that bad. It's not horrible. It's a lot of fun, like we all said. And I do feel like it should rise from the dead. And everyone should check it out. It's streaming pretty much everywhere. Um, Tubi, Pluto, Shutter, Amazon, uh, IMDb TV, like whatever like free movie streaming app you have, it's available. And yeah, I mean, I so guess even that's the not... streaming services want everybody to watch. They putting it everywhere, right? And then after we release this episode, it's gonna be like, ha ha, y'all gonna have to pay two dollars, right? That's usually the case. It's like, oh, people haven't heard about this movie in a minute. Okay, it's free. Oh, people want to start watching it. We're gonna charge you. So. Okay happens though like by the time this episode come out it's two ninety nine dollars to watch on Amazon and I want my check I'm just kidding give the monies to Ryan <laughs> yeah, put it towards the next Amityville movie man I would love it if they redid this film like but like you said did more time travel especially since the room was capturing people and shit they could have stayed yeah. there that'd have been nice right righty. so Ryan and Bobby, where can my listeners find y'all? Check out some of your amazing work. Um, I guess I'll start. Like, you can find me on social media at Brother Ghoulish. You can find me, uh, sorry, listen to me um, on any place you can listen to podcasts at Brother Ghoulish's Tomb. And if you want to meet me in person, I'm haunting underpasses near you. I hang out uh-uh. there, so, you know, come by so, and say hi. Bring some um, carry-on, and I'll bring the wine. (laughs) (laughs) And Bobby? All right. You can find me on uh, YouTube. YouTube channel. Bobby Likes a Spooky. Um, And also, Bobby Likes a Spooky Instagram. Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S. Also on Instagram (laughs) and Twitter. (laughs) You know, always got to say that. Um, yeah. But yeah, Bobby Likes Spooky on YouTube. Um, I do horror movie reviews, theme ratings, um, awesome collabs with uh, other horror uh, content creators and stuff like that. So I just like to have a lot of fun on there. So check me out there. Yes, and that's all that matters, that we have fun with what we're doing. And so. Ash, when you think about it, like, we're recording on Bobby's anniversary because, you know, Bobby Likes <gasps> Spooky. Went, yeah, yes. it went a year old today. Do you know what today is? <laughs> it's your, it's your anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> yes. Hey. I love that song. Thanks, y'all. So, <laughs> do you? Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, Ryan. 
I'm done. All right, listeners, before I forget, you can find me on Twitter at Ash to Ashes. That's Ash with the X in the middle, Ashes. And I finally created a Twitter page for this show. So if you enjoyed this show and would like to find out more of like the episodes that are coming out or check out any of the previous episodes or any of that, give me a follow at Rise from Dead Pod. All right, Brian. Bobby, thank you again for being on my show, and I can't wait to have y'all on again. Yes, thanks for having us. This is so much fun, and I'm always willing to come back. Yes, yes. yes. I always have a good time with y'all, so I would love to come back, and hopefully we can discuss Violation, or maybe the Granny-ish. I'm gonna keep... (laughs) I actually was looking... I was looking for... uh, I was actually about to hit you up, because I've been looking for... um, if I get my hands on a link or a DVD copy, which is impossible, but I'm going to make that happen for sure. All right, beautiful listeners. This was Rise from the Dead podcast. Y'all take care.